0: So to be honest with you, I actually prefer to work from home and it to be this way. <laughs> there's less people, there's less people out. Like I don't have to, I just have more flexibility is what I'm learning with my time. Before, like I have three dogs. As I said, I have three dogs. So I'm like, I. before I'm like on a strict schedule. Like I have a dog walker that comes and walks my dog. But now that I'm home, like I'm saving money. I don't need a dog walker. I walk my dogs myself. I spend more time with them.
1: Hey, welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour, where we interview dope people doing dope things. Today we have the beautiful. Can you please tell us who you are,
0: Lauren Nicole?
1: Okay, so what do you do?
0: So I am a software project manager um, for my nine to five, and then after work, I am a new YouTuber. I've been trying to come up with uh, a YouTube channel. Um, So, yeah, it's just about, my YouTube is pretty much about everything, cooking. um, I have three dogs, so I will share my three dogs um, on my channel sometimes. Um, It's about fashion, fitness, health, how I stay healthy during COVID and things like that.
1: Nice, nice. What uh, kind of pushed you to going into that direction?
0: So, honestly, my dad. (laughs) Um, I always record, like, Instagram short clips and or just videos on my own and don't post them and I'll share them with my family. My dad just thinks I'm hilarious. And so he, he said, you really need a YouTube channel. You're so funny. But so I created a channel, but my YouTube is not funny at all. Actually. Um, it's just more like my day to day or like cool, quick, quick tips, but he's the one who really encouraged me to start it. Eventually I will transition into more being blog folk like vlogging, but, um, I think I need a base first a base um of viewers, and then i'll transition to vlogging eventually but he was the one that pushed me in that direction
1: hey your family's usually your biggest uh <laughs> e- they're either your biggest critics or your biggest fans so right right <laughs> you know so what got you into traveling in the first place That's
0: such a great question. So um, I remember the first really prominent vacation that I have that sticks out was when I was, I want to say nine. So my parents just finalized their divorce. And for us, it was happy. It was happy times because my parents would argue all the time. And so them being separated, it was just a happier home. It was more peaceful. So to celebrate my mom's divorce, she actually took my brother and I to Disney World. And then it was also the first year that they were doing the Disney World Cruise. So it was my first time being on a flight at a young age and flying all the way to California. And then from California, while we, we stayed in Disney for like a week, and then we went on the Disney cruise and the cruise was to the Bahamas. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And ever since then, my mom and I would always take trips together. It was really cruise focused. But um, as I got older, I started to travel internationally. One of my favorite spots that I've been to actually is most recently, I went to Greece by myself and it was awesome. It was a good time. It was really
1: good nice. Time. Now, would you do a Disney cruise as an adult?
0: Um, uh, okay. So well, let's if I had a kid.
1: Let me re- yes. So let's rephrase it. Adult as a child <laughs> with a child versus an adult without child. I know so, as an adult with child.
0: <laughs> so with an as an adult without child, no. And the reason why I say that is because I went to Disney like a year and a half ago. And it wasn't the cruise. It was just Disney. And it was just too much. It was, I like kids. Kids are great. But when you don't have them, it's it's overwhelming. And so as an adult, I wouldn't go if I don't have children. I would go if I have kids for sure. Because I would want them to experience and kind of get that same experience that I got. So...
1: Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Not. Yeah. Cause I know a lot of people that are like, I love Disney and you know, I love kids, you know, I love them when I can give them back. Um, I can't wait <laughs> to like, my own, you know what I mean? But at this point it's like a lot of people are like, all right, well, you know, I can do Disney as an adult. And I'm like, personally, um, I can do adult parks. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> right. exactly.
1: Disney World, You know, well, I mean, Epcot is the adult section of the park, right. From my understanding. Yeah. So I could probably do that, but going into the, the other areas the part, where it's
0: just, yeah,
1: right. Running around and screaming, I will pass on those parts. Um, it was, it was kind so of and then
0: they bump into you and it's like, cause you know, kids have no, they don't know. They don't know what distance it, like, you know, they don't have personal space. They have no awareness of what person, uh-huh.
1: but yeah, I definitely understand that about personal space. Cause they'll run around and scream and it's like, Oh, oops. All right. Keep it moving. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely understand about that. So as far as um your favorite trip of all places you've been to so far, what has been your favorite trip?
0: So my favorite trip is Greece. So I went to Greece in March and I went the reason why I say it's my favorite trip is because I went by myself. And it was really scary because I had never traveled, first of all, I had never been to Greece. Um and I was going for a week and by myself and I've never been on a trip solely like by myself. Um, but it was just a really good time because I got to kind of learn a lot about me. And um, I'm so used to doing things with other people that I kind of just like focused on obviously myself. And I, I learned a lot about myself and I met wonderful people while I was in Greece. Um, I met this young group. They're actually around the same age. They're like in their, their 30s, their early 30s, late 20s. And they were really nice, and I hung out with them a lot of the time when I was there. And they showed me around, and I also met um, an older gentleman. Uh, he was about—I want to say—he was in his sixties. He was about in his sixties, and he gave me this really cool graffiti tour. Um, and I just met him. I was carrying around my photogra- my camera. Excuse me, I was carrying around my camera one day, and he's like, "Hey, take a picture of me." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "No, no, take a picture of me." I thought it was so strange. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll take a picture of you. You'll leave me alone. So I took he a picture. He was shooting of him. a shot. He was shooting right, a shot. So right, right, right. So I took a picture of him, and then he. I just sat down and talked to him, and he just talked to me about so many different things. And like, he was a fisherman. He's actually a fisherman. He owns a fisherman business out in Tanzania, and um, he's he's a Greek man, so he's a he's a white man. Um, and it was just fascinating. Like, I learned so much about him. I learned so much about the Greek culture. Um, and he gave me a tour around the area, and I felt like. If I was with a group, I honestly wouldn't have been able to get that experience because I would have been so, um, like my conversations would have been with other people and not really focusing on the locals, the people that are from the country, and getting to know them. And so I felt like I was, I really felt more so enriched in the culture because of that.
1: Yeah, I mean that's so true. Because I mean, I've I've done individual. Well, I haven't done a solo trip. So like. What pushed you to doing a solo trip? Because, like, I know a lot of people. It's, it got it gets down to the. All right, I asked everybody, and nobody, you know, got back <laughs> to me in time. I already bought my plane ticket, so I'm just going by myself. So, what got you to go doing a solo trip?
0: So, for me, I actually didn't even invite anyone. I just, I said, you know, I want to go to Greece, and I'm going. And it wasn't about. I feel like a lot of us just rely heavily so much on having other people to be able to do stuff with us even in the States, like here, I, I go to concerts by myself. You know, I do things alone, I do things solo. I was like, I'm gonna go travel solo. But I did a lot of research prior to doing so because of course being a woman and being a black woman in another country that's unknown to me, is kind of you know nerve wrecking. But um, I did enough research that I was comfortable to go on my own, but I just, I didn't really think of going with anyone else. It was just, I wanna go and I wanna do what I wanna do and I wanna be on my time and my schedule. So I just bought my ticket and hopped on the plane and I was in Greece and it was awesome. It was really, it was one of the best. Again, the reason why I say it was the best time of my best location is just, it was the best time of my my life. It was the best experience I've ever had. I really do recommend that people, like when people start to travel again, that they do travel alone, whether it's to, you know, whether it's within the States, whether it's cross country, um, whether it's in another country, I really think that you should, people should do that because you learn a lot about yourself because you're put in a situation where you usually want to be put in and you got to figure it out. And so it's wonderful. It was awesome. It was like my eat, pray, love experience.
1: Thank you <laughs> there you go. Beautiful <laughs> reference. So mm-hmm. what is, what inspires you to continue to travel, right? Like I think um, you kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier, right? Is you know, being able to sit down and have these moments where you learn a little bit about the cultures, like, but what else kind of inspires you to say, you know what, I want to get another ticket to go somewhere else.
0: Um, so again, like you said, it's definitely the culture and the experience, but it's also, I think social media has a large play in it, to be honest with you, because we're exposed to so much, um, via Facebook or Twitter, or you know, Instagram and there are places where I never even considered traveling to, but I see like a picture on my Instagram feed, like, Oh my gosh, I would love to go there. Um, and I think the reason why I'm interested in travel in the first place is because it was exposed to me at a young age. Now, my brother, it's interesting. He actually doesn't like to travel. He does not want to go to different countries. Like this just not his thing. But for me, I live, I thrive off of that. And, um, a lot of my friends have asked me to go with them places, but I also don't think you can go, you should travel with everyone. There's certain people you should and shouldn't travel with because you never know. Um, especially when you're in another country, you don't know how they're going to act and you know, you just have to be wary of that. But I think that the thing that continues to drive, drive me to travel is just so it's the monotony of the every day, right? You wake up every day. It's the same pattern when you kind of are in another location and not even in the States, like when you're in another country, that everything is different. The time that you wake up is different. What you eat is different. Your schedule, your schedule is thrown so much off balance. And I like that. Like, I, I love that. I think it's interesting to see how other people live. Um, and so that kind of keeps me going to travel. And again, it's Instagram. Instagram helps too. I'm like, what? That's beautiful. I want to go there. That's next on my list. So speaking of next on my list, I'm supposed to be going to Mexico. Nice. Yeah, I'm supposed to go to Mexico in November. And I've been to Mexico a couple of times, but I have this like $300 credit because I was supposed to go in May, but couldn't. So that's going to be my, my next trip is in November to Mexico. And nice. I am a little a bit wary, worrisome because of COVID, but I have done <laughs> a lot of research and I hear it's safe, so.
1: Okay, cool. So, um, you mentioned earlier you know doing your research just to make sure that you're safe when you travel you know as a black woman have you ever felt unsafe or felt as though that you're being mistreated because of you know your identity of being a black woman
0: so surprisingly actually i have not felt that way okay. um in when i've tra- traveled travel internationally i haven't felt that way um Especially when I was in Greece by myself, I thought I would. I was really concerned. Um, But I didn't. Everyone was really nice. Like, I was so surprised how nice everyone was. Um, And they knew, like, people knew I was by myself. Like, you could see that I was by myself. And they made an effort to be nice. Like, the group that that I met that was my age, they were nice. You know, they're like, yeah, come hang out with us. You know, which is kind of, I was kind of skeptical. I'm like, okay, I'll hang out with you during the day, but at night, I'm not (laughs) going to. Right. I ended up hanging out with them the whole, the whole time. And at night... And we went to some, that's
1: what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, we went to some college campus and it was like a party on the college campus and it wasn't... It was like an outside party. It was awesome. But no, I think that when I, I did go to Croatia, though, and, and um, when I went to Croatia and Paris, I was, in, I was in Paris for only like a couple hours, so it wasn't too long. I did feel a little bit like uneasy in Paris. Just... And I don't even think it was a racial thing. I think that just people weren't really friendly. They were just like hustle and bustle. They were kind of mean (laughs) in my, (laughs) so I didn't tie it with race. I just tied it as culturally they they were that way. But then in Croatia, you know, when we went to Croatia, there's a lot of folks that were on our yacht and they were like big black men, tall. They look like, so we got like a lot of stares and it just was uncomfortable for me because I'm like, why is everyone staring at us? Like, why is everyone? So One of my coworkers asked me when I got back, like, how did I enjoy it? Did I have fun? And this coworker is a white person. And I said to them, and I said, I was like, you know, you would enjoy it a lot. You would feel a lot more comfortable than I did. And for me, it wasn't, I definitely, I wasn't in my most comfortable environment when we went to Croatia. I didn't feel like necessarily there was racism there, but I definitely didn't feel It didn't make me feel like I was in the United States. It did. There's there's a strong difference between how I felt in Greece by myself versus how I felt in Croatia with that massive group of people. I still felt uneasy because of all the stares that we got. So, um,
1: and so, how do you feel here? Like, so when you move around here, do you feel safe, or has that changed recently?
0: So I live in, fortunately, I live in a predominantly minority area and it's not minority as it? it's, in, it's all different kinds of people. Like my, my neighbors are Ethiopians, um, Indians. Mm-hmm. Um, I have black people that are my neighbors. There's white people that, so we're, a, it's a big melting pot where I live, fortunately. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't feel uncomfortable. Like when I walk into the grocery store, there's a lot of people that look like me. Um, but it. what at work, Now when I'm working and when I'm doing like my conference calls at work, that's when I kind of feel uncomfortable because a lot of times I am the only black person in the room or on the phone. And so I do feel uneasy in that sense, but not, not, not at home in my community and where I live. No.
1: That's great. That's great. So, so, um, COVID, where were you when COVID hit? I hope you Uh, weren't in Greece.
0: Oh yeah. I was in Greece. I was in Greece. And actually I got a text from my mom and she's like, um, COVID hit in Virginia, in Fort Belvoir. And I'm like, I, I live like five minutes from Fort Belvoir. And I'm like, what? she's like yeah COVID hit like I don't know if you'll be able to make it come home and I'm like what no way and like you know Greece is where they have the Olympics so the Olympics was like well you know they have the first ceremony in Greece always and so that was already canceled like I went to the Olympic stadium and they were saying how it was canceled and so I was like okay but it never crossed my mind that I wouldn't possibly be able to come home until my mom sent me that text and it was like yeah where you live COVID hit and I'm like scrambling like can i make it home like calling looking doing all this research and obviously i'm home i made it home back into the Mm -hmm. states but i was really nervous because i didn't and my dad was even telling me he's like are you still gonna go to greece like you know covid is kind of a big thing i'm like yeah i'll be fine like it'll be okay So, so
1: when did you leave to go to greece
0: so i left oh god it was like the first week of march
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: It was the first week of March. So right when it was like starting to become a big thing, it was, and so, um, it was, it was a big deal in Italy. So at that time it was a big, big deal in Italy. It was like, don't go to Italy. I'm like, I'm not going to Italy. I'm going to Greece. So I did my research and it wasn't any, there was like no, no evidence of COVID. And then I I stayed in Athens. So I'm like, okay, is there anything in Athens? Nope. Nothing in Athens. Everyone's fine. Went to Athens and it was fine. It was wonderful. And so COVID, I wasn't thinking about COVID when I was there at all. I was thinking more so about, okay, I'm, 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 I'm a black female, probably by myself, concerned more so about that. right? Um, but then as soon as I got that text from my mom, I was like, okay, well, I come home in two days. So hopefully, and there was no problems. I came home and it was fine. And then I went back to work that week. And then the next week, Work was no, no more going back to work. You work remotely and I've been working remotely ever since. So, oh, wow. but I was definitely nervous. I was definitely <laughs> nervous.
1: <laughs> yeah, I go. would be too. Cause another one, actually one of my guests from last season literally had, she was studying abroad and, um, she had to pack everything up and come back home come back because home? Wow. of COVID. So, and she was, I think she was in Madrid. And so, um, she just had to pack everything back up and just. You know, apartment, everything, school, wow. and just finish everything remotely um, from the United States. Wow. Um, so how did COVID impact you? Um, I, you mentioned um, working from home, but um, how else did, did that time in COVID kind of have an impact on your life?
0: So it's had a major impact on my life. Like I, for a while, I wasn't able to see my family. Like my mom wouldn't, live, my mom lives like 25, 30 minutes from me. I couldn't see her. I couldn't see my niece, my little baby niece. I wasn't able to see them for a while, for a few months. Um, and then my grandparents, like my dad's family, they um, have a house out on Martha's Vineyard. And I haven't, usually I go and see them every summer. I couldn't see them. I said, oh, maybe I can come and stay for like a couple of months because I can work remote. I couldn't. They said no because they're older and they just didn't want to, to risk that. They didn't want sure. me to be exposed. They knew that I would be going to the beach. And so it's definitely impacted me and my family and how we live. Um, now in a positive note, um, the way that it's impacted me is that I am able to work from home. So I do have a lot more time and flexibility. And because of this, what I've started doing is, um, I've started doing a lot of outdoor activities. So I went camping actually for the first time um, this summer on the beach. I also um have been hiking a lot this fall. So the fall just started, but I've been starting to hike a lot because I do want to be able to enjoy the outdoors while we have it before it gets too cold. And again, right. I we, we're not we can't really travel. Like I'm going to Mexico, I'm kind of worrisome about that. But so on a positive note, like if I try to look at this in a positive way, it has definitely um, allowed me to become closer to being comfortable with being at home, for one, first and foremost. Right. Like, it's okay to be at home. It's okay to spend time with yourself, focus on self-love. And then also it's like, I can still explore. Like I can still travel. I actually went to Tennessee. So the last nice. trip I went to was um, Tennessee last month. So I went to Tennessee and I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm just going to visit state to state. And of course I do my research to determine, okay, well, is it is this a hot spot is it safe for me to travel there are things even open and when I went to Tennessee I didn't really explore you know I just stayed in the the location and I went out maybe one time but it was just I'm in a different environment and so that was a good time but yeah
1: yeah I I did the same like I went to Maine ate some lobster rolls (laughs) um, ate some good food went to Myrtle Beach went to Arizona so like you know this is a, like I said earlier, this is a good time to like really move around statewide. I'm a, I'm a tourist now. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's actually a good feeling because you get to really see things that, you know, hopping on a plane going overseas, you don't really take the time to appreciate what you have. Mm-hmm. So, how are you adjusting up. to the new normal?
0: So. To be honest with you, I actually prefer to work from home and it to be this way. (laughs) There's less people. There's less people out. Like, I don't have to, I just have more flexibility is what I'm learning with my time. Before, like, I have three dogs. As I said, I have three dogs. So I'm like, I before I'm like on a strict schedule. Like, I have a dog walker that comes and walks my dog. But now that I'm home, like, I'm saving money. I don't need a dog walker. I walk my dogs myself. I spend more time with them. Um, but it is the most, again, the most frustrating part about it all is that I can't visit my family. It's like traveling, can't travel. Okay, fine. I'm able to save more money again. So that's another positive is I'm not spending my money as much as I usually would because I'm not traveling as much, um, and going and doing all these activities like concerts and, you know, food truck festivals and all of this stuff. So I'm definitely saving more money, but I've just been trying to focus on being more active because, and I think that's really important because I'm working from home. I don't get, I don't get in the car and drive to work. I don't ride the Metro to get into the office. I'm at home and I sit in a chair all the time. So I've been focusing on, right. I I have a bike. So I ride my bike. I've gone hiking and I walk my dogs. Like I just walk around the neighborhood. Um, I work out. And so I just try to spend my time doing those things. And again, focusing more on myself. just because I feel like if I didn't, I would go crazy. And then another thing earlier, I mentioned my YouTube channel, right? So I've been able to dedicate a lot of time. To, let me tell you having a YouTube channel. I have what, I think I have six videos and that's it. It is gruesome. You've got to record, you've got to edit the videos. Like it's, it takes a lot of work. So I think that if, if I didn't have this, if I didn't, if I wasn't afforded this time right now, and luckily, my job i have a I have a career that allows me to work from home, and so and gives me back a lot of time. And so I can focus on different areas of my life. Where I before it's like I have to put a hold on to on this because I have to focus on one thing at a time. Where now I can focus on like two things or three things at once. So it's nice.
1: Yeah, I mean i've I've worked from home for the past five years. I'm in tech as well, and so I've been fortunate to work from home for the past five years. And it's been a godsend. I mean, I honestly will travel based on my schedule. I would leave on a, a night I'll take a red eye to wherever Uh I'm going and then wake up the next day, um, do my sightseeing. And then like, for example, because Europe is five hours ahead, I do all my sightseeing in the morning, which is amazing because there's nobody out. Right. right? And so um, by the time the afternoon hits, I've done seen everything, and by four o'clock European time, I'm on my computer getting ready to start my day. Wow, you know, yeah. um, and so I found that to be the ultimate cheat code. Like now, I can go wherever I want mm-hmm. and not have to worry about my time. I mean, now I got to worry about other people's time. But guess Fine, what? Right. Everybody's working from home now, so you know, as long as we got a decent internet connection, we're good. We're to good go. to go.
0: But you see, know? and the thing is, it's like. It's like, oh yeah. But the part the part that's like, okay, yeah, I get to work from home, but I can't travel. Like right now would be like the perfect opportunity for me to travel. And I'm like, oh, but it's like, I can't. Like I'm cautious. Like there are people that are out here traveling still and I don't want to say that I can't because I, I, I can if I chose to, but it's just I'll go to Mexico. You know, that's to me, that's not that far. It's not that far to travel. And so, but going overseas is just not, I, I personally don't feel comfortable with doing that right now. But if I did, I, I, told, I have the luxury of doing so because I have all this time. So, Yeah, it
1: just comes down to personal um, personal preferences, right? And responsibilities right. that you are close with your family. And with things opening back up slowly, you're probably able to see more and more of them. Um, as if if you decided to travel, they were like, look, baby girl, uh, you just went overseas. We're going to have to fall back on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, that could be more more emotionally harmful than anything else. Um, so I'm going to ask you this question and just let's think about it, right, pre and post-COVID. So pre-COVID, um, and you mentioned traveling by yourself, right, and doing your research. Mm-hmm. What are some tips that you would give somebody who wanted to travel, start traveling pre-COVID? What, would, what would be the tips that you would give them to, to actually get started?
0: So if you're traveling by yourself, and this is again, speaking from a black woman, if you're traveling by yourself, the first thing that I would look up is to ensure that you know the laws of the country, especially for women. Like, do you need to wear coverings? Can you wear a bikini? Like, how can you dress? I think that's very, very important because depending on where you travel, you can get arrested (laughs) based off of how you dress. So that's number one. Number two is how you also. I I looked up how, what's the culture and how they treat women? How are women viewed in this country? And I think it's all, it's important, especially if you're traveling by yourself, because you, we already have to worry about, as women, we already have to watch our back when we're home. You have to watch your back twice as much when you're in another country. And it's, you need to know, is the law on your side or not? Um, and so I think that's really important. You need to have. I always have the number of the embassy, the United States embassy, as well. Um, so again, look up, look up their, the country, the laws in the country. Look up what you can and can't wear, uh, or what's recommended to wear. Even um, you also want to know um, how close the airport is. Like if you need to, if you need to leave, if something happens, if an emergency happens. Um, and also become familiar with one thing that I made that I was very, um, which one thing that was really, really important for me to do was to be, be, um, open to getting to know my, the hotel and the staff. And the reason is because they kind of learned my schedule. They knew, they knew my name. Anytime I would come in, I would talk to them. I would say, oh yeah, I just went to this location. And if they didn't see me come back, it's a red flag to them. So I think it's important to kind of stay active and communicate with your um, the hotel staff um, just because they, they'll, they'll keep an eye out for you. They know that you're by yourself. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, they don't they don't want to become liable. So just do your research. Continue to do your research. Make sure that you stay in an area that is um, safe for you and what you deem safe, what I deem safe, might not necessarily what somebody else deems safe. So I don't want to speak on that necessarily. But um just really, really do your research. Um, I didn't want carry pepper spray or anything like that. I didn't feel a need to. I don't even know, like in terms of law, even if that's allowed. So I, again, if that's something that you need, you want to do research it, 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 it to ensure that whether or not that's something that you can do in the first place, but most of all have fun have fun and don't like, if you're going to go and travel by yourself and be scared every second, I I personally wouldn't recommend that you do it because you're not going to be able to enjoy your vacation and your trip because you're too worried about, oh no, something's going to happen to me. So you just do your research up front, pick your locations that you want to go to and your tourist spots. Don't go out alone by yourself. If you do go out, if you do go out happen to go out alone, Um, go to a restaurant that's right down the street from your hotel that you can walk that's walking distance I did not get in taxis at night by myself. I barely even got in taxis at all. Actually. I I walked everywhere Um for the most part in athens there was one time I actually had to ride a taxi, but Um also be be um cautious when you're in a taxi as well No matter where you're traveling when you travel alone as a woman um And I think that if you kind of focus on those things and do your research well in advance and just be cautious, um, then you should be good to go. But again, most importantly, have fun. Have fun, have
1: fun. (laughs) So how would you recommend, uh, what would you recommend with the new norm, right? Um, With COVID now um, and countries slowly opening up, what are some things you would recommend some travelers keep in mind?
0: Yeah. So when you travel, whether it's internationally or within state, the couple of things that I uh, research the state you're going to or country you're going to, what's open and what's not open. And so for an example, when I was looking at Mexico, I did a lot of research in Mexico. From what I was seeing was that there was an article I read and it pretty much said like, if you like to hike and I like to hike, they said they don't recommend that you hike right now. And the reason is, is because Mexico is very popular, like they're known for tourists. They're, they bring in a lot of money through tourism. Well, there's not a lot of money going into Mexico right now because tourism is very, very low. It's an all-time low. And so right now is not a prime time for somebody to go out hiking on a trail, whether they're by themselves or with three, two or three people. It could be dangerous because... something can happen to you. Like, you know what I mean? Like somebody could be out there trying to rob you because they don't have their job or whatever. And that's not necessarily the case. It's just take those things into consideration and do your research. Um, Carry your hand sanitizer on the plane. When I travel on the plane, I wear, like when I went to Tennessee, I wore my face mask. I had hand sanitizer. I flew into Atlanta and there was like hand sanitizing stations everywhere. And every time I saw a hand sanitizer, a hand sanitizer, a hand sanitizing station. I like used it. Like even if I didn't touch anything, I'm like I don't care. I'm using it. I'm using it. Wear gloves. You know you can wear gloves. Um, I I typically like to see, sit in the aisle. The aisle seat. You have more freedom. You can get up. Um, luckily, when I flew to Atlanta, um, I did not have anyone sitting in my row. So I was by myself, which I was fortunate about, but just be cautious, be germ safe. And then when you land and when you get to your location, whether you're staying with a friend in your hotel, sanitize it, sanitize. Oh yeah. Wipe down your seats on the airplane. So that's what I did. I wiped down any seat on the airplane. I wiped down any doorknob that I touched in the, whether it be in the bathroom, whether it be the sink in the bathroom, whether it be the, you know, the table, the table you pull down on the plane, I wiped everything down. Um, and then when you land, yeah, when you get to your location, that's what I was saying before. Take a shower. That should be the first thing that you do. Is take off your clothes, put them in a bag, and then take hop in the shower and scrub and sanitize yourself, um, just so that you stay safe and eliminate any bacterias from kind of getting on you and growing. Is what I really recommend. I think that it's. I don't think there's anything wrong with being overly cautious right now, especially especially with a, a pandemic. Once when it comes to health and safety, during this time, and for me, when I go to Mexico, I like how they handle health is different from how we do it in the States. So I have to be extra cautious, right? Um, so things that I typically wouldn't do here, I have to make sure I do when I travel, um, just to ensure. That I'm safe, and I do recommend that people do quarantine when they come back. Um, so, if you are able to do so, if you don't live with anyone, I do recommend that people quarantine for, you know, a good amount of time before you surround yourself with other people because you don't you never know if you came back sick. Um, and you don't want to spread that to anyone else. So just stay cautious that if you are traveling, be aware of the people that either live in your household or your neighbors or, you know, p- you know people that go to the same grocery store as you. Just be cautious and be considerate is what I could recommend and ask of people to do during this time. Well, thank you
1: for that. Mm-hmm. So my last couple of questions. Um, what's your top five countries? We know Greece is one.
0: Yeah, so Greece is warm. Greece, Thailand, I really like the Bahamas. Um, I like the Caribbean. I love the Caribbean. Um, I want to say places in the United States because I haven't traveled that much outside of the country. Oh, Italy. I really liked Italy. So what did I say? Greece, Thailand, Italy. I like the Bahamas. I've gone so many times. Um, And I like, okay, so Mexico, Cozumel. Cozumel, Mexico. So if you're into like snorkeling or scuba diving, Cozumel is absolutely beautiful. So I'm a more of a beach girl uh, when it comes down to it. I prefer my go-to vacation, are beach locations, anywhere with a beach. Um, and Mexico's beaches are phenomenal, especially in Cozumel. And then Thailand, Thailand's beaches like Phuket and stuff. And then of, of course, Greece. Greece has beautiful beaches as well. So um but those would be my top. Is that five? Did I say five? I think so. But those are my top, <laughs> my top travel spots. But again, I have so much more. I have so many places that I need to explore and go. I haven't been that many compared to some, but I want to continuously travel. And the next spot, the next, uh, other than Mexico, the next place that I'm supposed to be going to is Morocco in May, but I was supposed to go last May, this past May, but it was canceled due to COVID. So I don't know if I'm really ready to go to Morocco coming this May, but we'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. And maybe I'll add that to my top five list as we get closer.
1: Nice. nice. So tell people what you got going on, where people can find you. Um, you
0: know, what it, what's important. So I am on, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all under the same handle, M-S-S, Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N, and then Nicole, and I c o l e, And that's the same as my YouTube. My YouTube link is on my Instagram, so you can follow me there. Um, I need to upgrade. I need to upload some YouTube videos. I've been slacking, but I do post like little clips quick um, videos on Instagram. So I do uh, hike. And so if you're in the DMV area, you can always find out what are some cool activities are if you follow me on Instagram, because I do share that and post within my story, cool things that I'm doing. Um, so yeah, those are the places that folks can reach out to me on. If you have any questions about traveling or just anything, work, YouTube, anything, hit me up. I'm an open And up. she's into sneakers so, yeah.
1: now. So, you know, if y'all are into sneakers as much as she is.
0: Oh, yeah. He's
1: not a sneakerhead.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm into sneakers. I'm a sneakerhead. Uh, well, I, am, I am, I am, I am.
1: Well, you know? <laughs> I want to thank you so much for doing this. Um, I really appreciate you blessing us with your stories. And just telling us about your experiences.
0: Definitely. No, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you even taking me into consideration. So thank you so much.